Hello, everybody. Uh, it's Dr. Rick Rothmelli. Uh It's Monday, so this is Money Monday. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the power of collaboration and the importance of collaboration, uh, which really will debunk a couple of old tradition and myth, traditions and myths uh, about how we should move and deal with and discuss money. Uh, it's not going to be long, but I definitely want to drop this. I think it's immensely important. We talked about it this weekend. Uh, as I get started, the first thing I want to do is I want to take time out. I don't know if he will actually see or hear this, but I did find out that he does watch my videos. Uh, Pastor Thurman West, I want to thank you once again for trusting uh, your flock uh, of men, uh, black men, uh, to my knowledge, uh, my area of expertise and my passion. Uh, we had the Ironman uh, conference uh, this Saturday and I was elated. I got to be in the presence of some pretty powerful uh, and uh, electrifying men along with some very passionate and committed men to see that many black men out on a Saturday morning, the sun's out and everything else uh, sitting there. And you know, uh, you know how it is, let's be honest. Uh, there was no uh, feminine motivation, so to speak. This was black men showing up outside of the vendors in the back, everybody in the, in, in, in the conference was a black male and i mean we had a couple of young cats maybe 19 uh we had a couple that were definitely teenagers uh the musicians i know were teenagers and all the way up until probably 80 uh in this conference to learn how to be better men uh everything from finances to how we deal with our marriage to how we deal with our children and so it was exciting i want to once again thank uh uh, Pastor Thurman for entrusting me and Pastor Thurman sought me out, uh, which, like I said, at the conference speaks volumes and uh, means so much to me when another black man reaches out because we've been trained and conditioned uh, to be competitive with one another, to avoid others who may operate in their own sphere at a certain level and to reach out to someone and say, I think you can bless some." You can bless people that I'm entrusted with leading is immensely powerful. So once again, I don't see that lightly. Uh, it, it was it's not only appreciated, but I also take it as a challenge to even be better. Uh, so I focus primarily on manhood as a motive and black manhood as a motive and the importance of uh create wealth creation and how those things are tied in together but again thank you uh one of the things that i want to get out of the way that i'm going to talk to you about the importance of collaboration uh which was something something similar to what we initiated and started and we're going to continue to do this so i'm excited but um here's the thing uh in celebration of the iron man conference i lord uh the price of admission to the path to generation of wealth 18 month course this is a highly robust comprehensive course on wealth building took me 10 years of interviews and research uh to put it together uh but it's there now it's an 18 month course it's regularly priced at 2600 i lowered it to 997 
but if you and it was supposed to end yesterday but i'm extending it to the end of today and i'm adding for anybody that wants to take place of it and i hope some of the gentlemen uh that were at the conference that didn't get a chance to talk to me or get the information from me will see this or get information uh from someone else who attended who's watching this and sign up because you're not going to only get the course for 997 i'm going to give you the seven day online business lunch course which is the exact blueprint that i've used for uh over 13 years almost 14 years now to build my online presence internationally um and it's filled with different ways that you can create revenue streams that is a 600 course i'm giving it to you free if you sign up for the path to generational wealth course today i'm giving you the mind unleashed course for free uh another 600 course i'm giving you a 700 course with the uh, unleashing the power of artificial intelligence course uh, all of this is given to you all for less than a thousand dollars so eighteen hundred dollars in bonuses plus a twenty six hundred dollar course for 997. Uh, many won't see the value in it and if you don't then it's not your time but we don't have a whole lot of time left the wealth gap is widening uh without uh wealth there is no power um we have voted uh in increasing turnout since 1960. Every presidential cycle, more and more of us turn out. More of us, uh, no other group votes as heavily for one party as we do. And yet the wealth gap is widening. Uh, our socioeconomic uh, status across the board, whether it's in the home, whether it's in home ownership, whether it's in academia, it doesn't matter. Hasn't improved, it's worsened. So, and it's because we don't control the mechanisms that allow us to develop and build and grow. And so that's that thing. I could get into it and I can talk about it for a long time, but that is something that we definitely are going to have to work on. So again, if you believe or you, or you want to set your family up so that they're not starting where you started, that's a responsibility actually. Um, it should be something that everybody wants to do. Uh, your children shouldn't start where you started. Your grandchildren shouldn't start where your children started. And there are ways to set up and build wealth, uh, create wealth, protect wealth, and distribute that wealth generationally down the line and protect it as it's distributed and uh, using trusts and other mechanisms. And I get into all of that in that course. Uh, so that's that. So let's talk uh about the importance of collaboration when we're talking about finance uh well revenue generation as well as wealth creation uh growing up if you're like me most of us grew up and we were told you don't talk money it's disrespectful uh it can be if you're doing good it can be boastful if you uh, are doing bad. It looks like you're whining and begging for help. So we don't talk money. Uh, you keep your finances to yourself. But when I study those who are doing well, those who have been consistent in not just making money, but also growing wealth and passing down wealth, that's not how they operate. There is a collaborative conversation taking place. There's collaborative efforts taking place. There is a coming together and unification. And, and, and here's the crazy thing about it. The higher up you get as far as net worth, 
the more collaboration takes place. So what happens is we've been conditioned to keep our finances to ourselves. So we don't talk money. If you don't talk money, you can't learn money. If you don't talk money, you can't gain an understanding of how different people are moving in different areas. If you don't talk money, you're never going to meet up with someone who's doing something that you may want to do uh, and, and get connected. So if it doesn't fall in your lap, if you don't personally chase it down, you're not even aware of it because we don't talk money. Matter of fact, one, one, of, one, of, one of my precursors to how I select uh, the people who are going to operate in my circle is that um, there needs to be conversations, especially among the men, about money. This is not about being braggadocious. This is not about whining and complaining. This is not for people who don't want to work to come hang out and glean and bleed other people dry. This is about saying, I don't know everything. I want to be around other people who are talking and striving and looking to be better. And this, is, this should actually happen in every area of life. We should be looking to do this in every area of life. As I approach year number 56, I'll be 56 tomorrow. Uh, and I guess that's another reason why I'm really in this heightened state of gratitude. Anybody knows me knows gratitude is my thing. I'm about being grateful. I wake up every day and literally before I move in my bed, I say thank you. Why? because it sets the state of my mind. It sets my mindset. It sets the state of emotion. It sets the state of expectation. It sets so many things. And then it triggers my subconscious to find reasons to be thankful for, because I just said, thank you. Then it is automatically triggered. Well, what do we have to be thankful for? So now guess what it's not looking for? Things to be frustrated about, things to be afraid of, things to be angry about. And all these other things that drag you down and bring you down and take you further and further away from divine connection with the most high God. So it is immensely important uh, that we, we gain an understanding of how we build our circles, who you have in your periphery. The direct peripheral influences around you are going to determine who you are. You're going to be, on average, the five people you spend the most time around. So who are you, who are you around and what are you striving for? This idea that you don't talk money normally keeps you in a sp specific vein. You may get certain certain advances because of your knowledge, because of your edu education, because of your skill. But most of the things that are going to come in the realm of money come outside of the normal scope of what's happening in the job market. The job market is controlled by other people who are building their wealth. And they are utilizing the skill sets and the ideas of those who haven't learned how to build theirs. And so if you're going to talk about actually building and growing, you're going to have to step outside of those conversations about how can I get a promotion? Ain't nothing wrong with getting a promotion and moving up if that's what you're doing, but you better have some kind of understanding of how you're going to take what you earn in your job and create something for yourself that you own that no one can take from you. And that's a problem that we have is that we've been sold a bill of goods, that it's about getting an education that costs you $100,000 or more. Then going out and getting a job that doesn't pay you enough money to pay back the money you borrowed to get the education. So the paper on the wall is really not worth the paper that is printed on. Because now you've been tied up into a cycle of debt that I've seen people well into their 50s still trying to get out of because they were sold a bill of goods. Nothing wrong with having an education, obviously. I, um, I went the long route, but what I can tell you is, and this isn't me being braggadocious, this is me saying I had a plan. Uh, I've got the degrees. 
and I don't owe anybody anything as far as my education is concerned. Not one student loan was ever taken out because I planned it. I knew what I wanted and I knew how I was going to go about in doing it. And it, and, and it wasn't to impress anyone else. This was my challenge to myself, looking at my background from where I came from. It was something I needed to do for me. And so I went about it and, and I have done unbelievable work in the area of research in the, uh, from the areas of expertise that I pursued, psychology and theology. And I'm not different or better than anyone else. And I, I say that a lot. Anytime I speak, I often say that I don't speak or preach from a platform of perfection. Uh, I'm not here before you because I'm better than you. I'm here before you because I applied myself differently than most people are willing to apply themselves. And because I applied myself differently, I was able to uh, achieve different results. It's about finishing. It's about going the distance. It's about having a plan. It's about applying yourself and executing the plan. It's about finishing what you start, but you have to have a sense of identity and focus, and you need to have the people around you who will fan your flames, who will remind you of where you're supposed to be headed, who will hold you accountable to what you promised that you would do. And then you work together, you encourage one another, you exchange ideas. But here's the bigger thing, you collaborate. One of the things that I don't see a lot of is us collaborating. We're too busy trying to outdo one another. We're too busy trying to show I'm one upping. You too You brought that. Watch me go buy this. So even when I'm successful, I'm I'm uh, erroneously distributing what I've earned to prove a point to people who shouldn't matter. The consumer mindset. How much are you investing versus how much are you blowing? Because if it doesn't bring back some value outside of making you feel good or getting you emotionally charged, then it's not working for you. You're working for it and it's being mishandled. Now, here's the one thing that I can tell you that my mentor taught me well, uh, and I'm talking about, about my spiritual mentor, that anything that you mismanage, God retards growth. Anything you mismanage, God will retard the growth. I've seen it in areas of my life. I've watched it. I work with people. Whenever I see people stifle, one of the first things I'm looking at is how are you managing what you have? It doesn't mean that every time you're going through something, it's because of mismanagement. Some things you got to fight through. Everything worth having comes with a fight, period. It may not seem like a fight, but you had to earn it. You had to have it. You had to have all hands on deck to achieve it. If it comes too easy, be very careful. Be very careful. But what happens is this. You've got to have a mindset that says, look, I'm going out there and I'm going to do xyz i'm going to commit myself and then i'm going to connect with like-minded people uh that are going to drive and push me that are going to hold me accountable that are going to exchange ideas with me that are going to present me with opportunities to do things with them instead of sitting up and larding it over me nothing frustrates me more than somebody especially a black man 
being in a situation where they have a platform lecturing other black men on having their bag or having their money up or being financially set when they actually make their money off of the ignorance of the black people they're lecturing about ignorance see i come with opportunities because me telling you that you're not doing it right or me telling you you're not doing enough means absolutely nothing so i create programs i've written books i've written guides i do lectures i do conferences i do workshops i show up i'm never just going to tell you, you need to get your money right i'm gonna tell you hey you need to try this you not try some people don't want to hear it we were having a conversation the other day amongst the guys in the cigar shop and uh, a guy was talking about, um, you know, trying to help the children as much as possible, but he's not going to do this. He's not going to do that. And if I go out and I help you get this house, then I'm going to have to have my name on it because if something goes this and that, I said, actually, how about buying the house through a trust? Conversation quit because we're so caught up in the idea of having our name on stuff that we don't really think about the implications of what that means legally, what that means economically, what type of tax liabilities come with that versus how could we protect it and protect ourselves using a trust. Trust is one of the most powerful ways. Uh, a trust is one of the most powerful ways to protect and distribute wealth and to protect it down the line through generation after generation. And again, I talk about that in depth, uh, in the, in the course, in the, uh, path of generational wealth course but the idea is to get with people who can teach you get with people learn i'm constantly putting myself in front of people who are better at things that i want to be good at um you have to be willing to put your ego down and one of the things i shared with the men on saturday is whenever i get ready to minister to a person and whether I'm doing a psych, uh, a therapeutic session, whether I'm doing a coaching session, whether I'm doing a consulting session, whether I'm teaching, lecturing, doing a conference or delivering a sermon, it, 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 it all starts with me putting my ego down. This is not about me proving a point. This is not about me showing how intelligent I am. This is not about me trying to say I know more than the next guy. This is about how well can I deliver a message that changes lives? How well can I disseminate what I know in a way that it could be taken and used and applied in someone's life is better because they met me? That is the situation. I'm trying to build a legacy. I'm trying to build something that says I was here that will speak of me long after I'm gone. That should be every man's desire. Not what I put in my driveway, not what I wear on my back. Not, not to say you don't have the right to drive something nice. Not to say that you shouldn't dress the way you want to dress. I'm saying that there has to be something more solid because one day the car gets old, the suit becomes outdated, the watch no longer works. But if you have built a legacy that speaks of you, It'll speak long after you're gone. It'll speak to your grandkids and their children. It'll speak to generations yet to be thought of when you build a legacy. The people we talk about that are gone now, we're talking about them because they have a legacy. Some of them's legacy wasn't so good. The Mansons and the Hitlers and, and on down the line, but then you've got the 
the Garveys and and, and 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 on and on the Malcolms and the Martins, the legacies, the Meggers, the legacies, the Selassies, the legacy. And you can go on and on. I could just name. And there's some very powerful people who have inspired me who are still building legacies. Dr. Naeem Akbar, Pastor Remus Wright, um, Dr. Joy DeGroote, Dr. Howard Stevenson, Dr. Michael Blanchard, Michael Jordan. And I'm not talking about the basketball player. I'm talking about my friend. Uh, young brother is doing some unbelievable things. And his father, Michael Jordan Sr., um, who happens to be a superintendent or pastor uh, in a coaching church, is doing some unbelievable things. Um, so what am I getting at? Uh, collaboration is the power force that very few, very few of us ever get into because we've been trained not to. I have created um, an organization that's solely about collaboration and brainstorming uh, that I'm going to be sharing with you guys. I created it because I wanted to invite men uh, specifically, but we're not going to lock out women, but men, we have been commodified, black men especially. We have been commodified. What do I mean by that? I mean that we have been put in a situation where the only thing that gives us value are the number of zeros in our bank account. Uh, while I am a firm believer that it is the responsibility of the man to provide, his provision is far more than the numbers in his bank account. It is far more than that, but he is also required to be a protector. He's also required to be the elevating force and the voice of promotion for those in his in his home. He is required to be a priest in his home, the divine connection between God and his family. This doesn't mean he outprays his wife. We know black women and sisters have uh, getting them prayer closets or whatever, and they go for it. But this is the divine connection because he has the vision. And it's important for him to be able to connect with God in a way that his vision remains remains clear. Um, and he is to be also a prophet, not in the sense of the word of what he can predict about the future, but what he can speak into the lives of those he covers. He is to be able to speak power, speak standards, speak high expectations, speak value systems, speak responsibility, speak trust and confidence into those he covers, starting with his wife and, and his children, and then moving outward. He has a responsibility to be these things, and we need to learn how to stand together and encourage one another, empower one another, uh, enlighten one another, stop being so afraid to have someone that knows more than you in your environment. My grandfather told me, never be the smartest person in the room. The moment that happens, you stop growing. Be okay with the discomfort of not knowing, but having the thirst to know. 
that's one of the things we're going to have to develop at a very high level if we're ever going to truly close the wealth gap and establish autonomy and power in the black community. It's not going to come from whining. That's not a strategy or a plan. It's not going to come from complaining. That's not a strategy or a plan. It's not even going to come from hope. Hope is not a plan. Hope is a stabilizing force until you can create a plan and execute it. We have work to do. So I am going to leave you on this note. Uh, as I said in the beginning, uh, I lowered the price of the Path to Generational Wealth course to under $1,000 uh, in celebration of this Ironman conference that we did on this weekend. Uh, it's $997 now, regularly $2,600, but I'm also throwing in $1,800 and I believe $75 worth of uh, bonuses, definitely over $1,850 worth of bonuses. So three additional courses at no additional cost. The very instruments through which you can create positive change in your life. It's going to take energy and effort on your part. You're not going to sit up and just wish your way into the life you want. You're going to have to create it. But God made you in his image. You have the power to create. It starts with what you conceive in your mind. So on that note, look, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. I want to thank you guys. As I always say, I live my life on full so that when I leave this place, I die on E. I'm challenging you to do the same thing. On that note, I'm out of here.